if you're getting something for 99 bucks to 299 and you have people out of the country making changes as you call and and pester them that's a glorified hosting fee right they can't afford to do it and if they can't afford to do it it's with unskilled labor that's poor quality yeah extremely yeah. poor quality yeah. it's literally like it's no joke it could be someone in a grass hut somewhere in the <laughs> philippines with a dirt floor hey <laughs> it could be i guess yeah I, uh, I or, or maybe I shouldn't say grass hut, but it could be like a shack. Yeah, it could with be a dirt shack. floor. Yeah, and because I mean we've seen that kind of. Stuff. I mean, just not to not to pick on any particular company. Well, no, I'm not trying but, to say that. But I did uh, when we first started this company. We tried to outsource. Yeah. And every time um, it was before Jason was here too. But yeah, this I've heard is, the story. But the, every time I, I would outsource to different countries, and just for the record, everybody is out of this office, and I am pro. America, but it's not about that. It's the best labor, and it's the only way that you can control what's going on, build company culture, educate people, proper procedures, all happens out of this office. Hey there guys, it's Nolan and Jason here with Roofing Webmasters. Uh, Today we're gonna talk about identifying bad roofing marketing companies. And um, we'll jump right into it. So the first one, uh, that I like to talk about when we talk about this stuff is pricing scams. So people that call you for roofing marketing that are engaging in pricing scams. And I, I guess I call you or even you call them, I suppose, yeah. right? And pricing scams can be it can run the it can be on yeah. the low end or the high end. Pretty much anywhere in between, but really low or really high, there's something usually going on. Yeah, so the the average person, and like the, not that we don't have great pricing on this stuff, but most business owners, most roofers will respond to 99 bucks to $299. Yeah, they'll, they'll It's just a fact, I've been, we've done this for, long, yeah. it's been almost a decade doing this, and we know that people like to pay that much money. And since since roofers like to pay that much money, and a lot of other businesses, that is the primary price point of these little scammy services. Right. And I, when I'm talking to someone, and I'm ever, if this ever comes up, I always say, um, "Well, how much roofing can you do for 299 bucks?" Exactly. And they'll be like, and "How many people well, can you have up on a roof?" Well, for but a, it's for not the same. Bucks. Yeah, no, it's you know they're highly skilled people, hopefully, and then you can't they they basically can't do any work at all. Right. Right. Yeah. So. I had to um, remember that guy that I talked to not last week, I think, who said, oh, no, 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 Nolan, I've got, this was last week or week before last, he said, I've got unlimited changes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unlimited changes for $300 They'll do unlimited work. For, no, this was 99 bucks. Oh, was it 99? Yeah, it was oh, that's 90, even worse. It was 99 bucks. And I did laugh, but I realized that he didn't understand it really that well. And he was new. And, you know, I, yeah. do, I do for um, the first time or two, I think it's okay. Yeah. I don't think it's your fault that you try it. I'm not even gonna say fall for it. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's falling for it for the first time or two. But after you're like, oh, there. When you when you first get into it, it's confusing. You have some yeah. people asking you for uh, five figures, and then you have people saying ninety nine bucks. That that ninety nine buck price that started. It's. I, I've been I've been doing <laughs> uh, web design, uh, marketing, advertising for over twenty years now, and back in the day when we first started it was new and man it was expensive and yeah. i was working for companies that were charging half a million or a million to build a website yeah for, for fortune 500 type companies 
And that was back when you had to walk uphill both ways yeah, to, yeah. to get to work. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. We we were making a lot of money. It was good. I, I wish I could go back. Uh, well, back then, but guys, we, there, we started yeah. seeing people back then saying websites for ninety nine dollars. Right. And we were just like, well, that's just a joke. And that, yeah. but that price has persisted as the low price point ever since then. Yeah. So what he's talking about is back there just weren't there wasn't enough people buying stuff. This happens in any market. Yeah. And so prices. Are, are relevant to the supply and demand and if there's not that many great designers out there and there's not that many people putting up websites this was back in the late 90s and yeah early we're talking 1997 so. yeah so by the time I got involved and I had a company we were um, had a home security company and I went out and I bought pretty good stuff there was more expensive but I bought a ten thousand dollar website yeah. Just so y'all know, it's not crazy. It's like I, I paid ten thousand for a ten thousand page website in two thousand and five, and we immediately began to a dominate. Ten thousand page website. I'm sorry. Ten page website. Ten page website okay. <laughs> in two thousand and five for ten thousand, a thousand bucks a page. Yeah. And and they do, didn't want to do the content or anything, but it was a good website. SEO was a new concept. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah and so people weren't really onto that yet. And then you started seeing these really inexpensive deals come through to where it's basically what I call a glorified hosting fee. Right. So if you're getting something for 99 bucks to 299 and you have people out of the country making changes as you call and, and pester them, that's a glorified hosting fee. Right. They can't afford to do it, and if they can't afford to do it, it's with unskilled labor that's poor quality. Yeah, extremely yeah. poor quality. Yeah. It's literally like it's no joke it could be someone in a grass hut somewhere in the <laughs> philippines with a dirt floor not, hey it, it could be i guess yeah i uh I or, or maybe i shouldn't say grass hut but it could be like a shack yeah it could with be a dirt shack. floor yeah and because i mean we've seen that kind of stuff. i mean just not to not to pick on any particular country well, no, i'm not trying but, to say that but i did uh, when we first started this company we tried to outsource yeah and every time, um, it was before Jason was here too, but- yeah, I've heard is, the stories. But the, every time I, I would outsource to different countries, and just for the record, everybody is out of this office. And I am pro-America, but it's not about that. It's the best labor, and it's the only way that you can control what's going on, build company cult culture, educate people, proper procedures, all happens out of this office. But I would call, the, I would call a few people that I had working in the, in the Philippines, and every time I called, there was always a rooster crowing. <laughs> it didn't matter when the phone call was, it was just always a rooster crowing, but, but it, was, uh, it was impossible to get quality work out of the country. And it didn't yeah. matter if it was Philippines or if it was India or Russia or Dubai, we, we didn't, or, um, or, um, or America for outsourcing. Uh, because when we, we eventually, as I tried to get the lowest hourly rate, then, the service was always poor, the quality was poor. I'm like, oh, we'll do it in America. And I did get a person that was better at English, because in case y'all don't remember, like tons of the world was colonized by the British at one point, right? Yes. And, um, and so half the world or more speaks a second language of like a British style English. Yeah. Yeah. which is really bad for writing and Google liking it, right? Yeah, it, do it doesn't <laughs> so. match up, well, it doesn't match up with the way Americans use Google it does not. search. So your it customer base, it's not relevant to them, so it doesn't... Forget about well. it being a second language and it's yeah. second grade English, but it's British style second grade English. Yeah. yeah. So so I went to America and did it, and then 
that didn't work either because we couldn't control them. It, it was bad. I actually had one girl that was that I used in Chicago. It was a, a woman that I used in Chicago that used to be a teacher, an English teacher. Yeah. She did it well for a little while. I quit watching her, and she subbed it out to another country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And anyway, so the, <laughs> the other reason that we have all our writers in a room back then. And why does it matter? Because they grade everything. So Google's grading all this work. And then let's talk about the other version of pricing scams. I just got off the phone with a guy last week too who was being pushed to do, and we'll talk about that in number two, but he was pushing to do pay-per-click only. He was a guy that, that I guess, I, that hits up roofers on Facebook and maybe Instagram, and he was gonna do pay-per-click management for over $2,000 a month. Right. I don't wanna give his exact pricing, but it was over $2,000 a month just to do pay-per-click management. And it's real, and the, and the point, the reason it's a pricing scam is obvious. He's pushing this and saying, we're the best thing ever, like ever. And you've gotta pay, but I'm 2,500, but it's the best. Right. Yeah. Right. So it didn't require this guy to spend any other money. So he would take 2500 for, and he, he had uh, recommended that the guy spend at least 1500 on his pay-per-click budget. Right. Which is insane that the pay-per-click cost, I mean. The, it, 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 if, yeah. if your, if your pay-per-click budget <laughs> right. is lower than the management fee, you have a problem. It, it, it's so ridiculous that it's hard for us to even yeah, like, well, talk about it. He told me this the first time. I was like, I don't want to get into a legal battle by uh, defamation of this guy that's messing these people around by doing this. But guys, this is really common Like with so many companies out there. You're getting messed around. If, if you could say, well, it's only 99 bucks or 299 Nolan, but I would argue easily that you're throwing that money straight down the toilet. Right. It's, it's just gone. It's a glorified hosting fee, nothing's being done. And then on the other one, you're getting bamboozled for a really high price. There's other people that will take it, and I didn't even have this written down, where well, they'll say, hey, we need $5,000 or 6000 and they'll make you feel cheap, right. and then they'll do what I call the shell trick and put, oh, we're gonna do some SEO, we're gonna do some uh, management and some PPC management and some mapping, and all your money will go to these little shells, and then they'll do almost nothing on an organic basis, and then you'll end up with like, out of six grand, you might have like 2500 bucks going towards pay-per-click. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and they end up keeping just 50% or, or more or, 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 or yeah. 60% or something. Sometimes yeah. we've heard of even more. Sometimes, Jason, they don't spend any of it. Well, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so I've always I've heard the story many times where people will say, um, Nolan, I'll call them, and they suck, and then I'll call them, and then it'll be great. And then a week or two will pass, and then they suck again, and I'll call them back, and I'm like, um how are you paying them? And they go, well, I'm doing, um, I'm doing pay-per-click management and their, and their SEO and everything. And I said, yeah, they don't work on anything here. Yeah. So it's all- Yeah, when you call and you're angry, they, they tweak the, the PPC. They turn up, they, they actually spend some money. Yeah, yeah, for a couple of weeks yeah. that you get some clicks and then you're like, oh good, they're working again. And then they're- That's what I call black back. box billing. Right. And um, I don't know if I coined that or somebody else in here did, but it, it's a black box billing is when you're giving them three thousand dollars for, and you don't know where it's and going. you don't know where it's going. Yeah, like like I and and pay per click supposed to be part of it. Yeah. It's black box billing is really when it comes down to paid ads. Right. So you give them the money, like oh we need all your five thousand dollars, and we're gonna just just shut up and don't ask too many questions. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you get a if you get a bill 
I mean, uh, uh, an invoice, or not an invoice, uh, if you get any reporting, from, it's not directly from Google Console on Google AdWords. It yeah, they, yeah, they, they take the numbers they want you to see and they, they dress them up and... They made them up. Yeah, put them through. But yeah. by contrast, when we do pay-per-click management, we charge you a flat fee. We tell you up front where it is. The right. budget on ads is separate from that and is billed directly to Google, so we can't skim off that or anything like Your that. Your card goes directly with Google, and then you know exactly how much money is being spent. Right. There's no way for the client to get bamboozled like these deals are that right. they have. This guy is just upfront about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could give him. I, I guess you yeah. could give him that. He's he's uh, not black boxing. He's no, saying, no. you know, I'm gonna, you know, bend over. Let's look so. inside the black box. <laughs> it's horrible, well, but I'll let you look inside. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, he takes his money up front. At least he's honest. Yeah. He just he just over. He's I, just I'll a great. Give, I'll give him that. Yeah. Probably a great sales guy yeah, overall. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's the problem though. Don't fall for these sales deals. Uh, do some homework. Your your Google's going to grade you, and then your your money's obviously important. Okay, so number two for uh, roofing marketing scams, I guess, or or bad not a scam on this one, but bad marketing practice would be singular focus deals. One hit wonders. One hit wonders. They call up and say, Hey, Jason. We're gonna we're gonna work on your map. Um, you're gonna get you to the top of map ranking on Google by doing this one thing. And so, <laughs> yeah. So the the problem with it is is that Google's grading everything. They're grading a myriad of things. And if you do one thing, it's like it completely goes against the whole purpose of doing the search engine optimization work. Right. 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 They they, uh, they might do that one thing amazingly well, but. Doesn't matter if they don't do everything else. Yeah, if you got one thing going, it's very hard to rank and very hard to optimize. Also, just so that you know, people that are only doing PPC or only doing mapping or only doing linking, these people are typically setting something up on like a program and then never touching it again. Right. It goes back to no work again. And also, these singular focus deals also happen to fall in between 99 bucks and 299 more often than not. Yeah, so you they except with a $2500 guy. And know. it should be uh, it should be mentioned on PPC only as we have been uh, yelling from the rooftop since we attended that conference. 76% of Google users go to the organic results. So if someone is doing only PPC, you have automatically knocked out 3 quarters of your potential audience. Yeah. You're actually paying for the uh, a smaller audience than you could be getting. We we do AdWords management. We're a Google AdWords partner. Love doing it. We had a client sign up. It can up. be extremely effective. There's a client that I have to call back uh, that is a client that's only doing PPC only. Yeah. And he was adamant. He said, I want to do pay-per-click management, but his website is a mess. You yeah. remember, remember yeah, that we, one? Yeah, we looked at it last week. We talked about it. And the issue that I have with it is that here's another problem with it. Let's say that pay-per-click works a little bit for him, and it's fine. And we have a lot of clients that, that use it. But let's say we that use it, it ourselves. Yeah, we use it too. The fact that he's ignoring all the other things that have to go on online, such as the design and the content, which he needed desperately, remember? Yes, he does. He had shallow content, poor uh, code base, and all this stuff. And the fact that he's ignoring that and he's only going after the other deal, it's less likely of a long-term client for multiple reasons. Yeah. Not necessarily because he won't get a return off of the pay-per-click uh, management, but because it's not as great of a return as if organic was working as well as it could, map was as high as it could be, 
and he was integrating reviews and everything else as well as he could. Right. Um, well, he, I mean, he's yeah. by by reducing himself to the ads ad click only audience. Yeah. He's risking his business. He if he goes out of yeah. business, he's no longer our client. We yeah. don't want that. It's it's a scenario mm -hmm. where if somebody, let's say that one of them did work, and by the way, the map, PPC, apart from these other three I mentioned, which was mapping and linking, is the one thing you could do on your own, I guess, by itself. Right. Mapping is just a scam for people calling you, hooking you into a citation program. That's a that's ridiculous. And it won't work anyway. Yeah, we've done citations for every client for years, and everybody gets them. But I don't even talk about citations much up front because it's just standard stuff that gets done now. Right. It's like in, included in general uh, monthly work and the setup of a new client, right? And links is something that shouldn't be done by itself, but pay per click could be done by itself. It's just that if someone isn't taking advantage of all the other things, and their return on investment is going to be lower and they're less likely to, to make as good of a profit and less likely to maintain not only as our client, but in business in general, right? Right. to, to stay in business. Okay, so number three for roofing marketing um, companies, bad marketing is um, using buzzwords or even making up words, kind of all sales and no service for the roofer. That's actually my pet peeve out of this whole list. The buzzwords? Buzzwords. Buzzword compliance yeah. just irritates the hell out of me. You know, I was thinking about this. We did one that we got, we, that we got kind of had a finger shaken by a very smart guy in the office that we were negative about this. Do you remember yeah. that one that we yeah. did? I'm not even going to mention it right now because I don't want to go down that road again. But we were, we were kind of bagging on buzzwords on stuff that people make up about their marketing and someone internally said, hey, you know, you shouldn't come across negative to the, to the potential client base like that because you look like two soured guys <laughs> talking about it, right? <laughs> and so, and, but, but it's, you know, my, my other point of that is at least, you know, I, I, I'm hopeful that the people can tell that we're honest and not just blowing smoke. In fact, a very popular SEO guru that I had subscribed to get their feeds, you remember? Yeah. Had come up with um, a positive one on uh, that we had done negatively on the same topic. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and he had someone else there with him, and I guess the reason I'm going into detail about it is that I'm, I think that people can tell when someone's sincere or not. Yeah. Or I, I like to call them, you know, they, they come off to me like it's a movie reference, that, like an ass clown, you know? <laughs> It's an ass clown, or a poser, a, you know, a, a phony, a, a phony, a jerk, you know. Yeah. And you can tell in their tone and actions, and I just don't like doing it. We both yeah. don't like it, yeah. right? I, both of us are very uh, direct. So if someone's going to do SEO, or if they're going <clears throat> to, I don't even know what to call it. Someone will say, "Oh, I'm," they're doing SEO. Or, but it doesn't even have to be buzzwords or making up stuff. It's part of the sales pitch. Right. They'll learn and actually watch these videos too, guys, believe it or not. There's people right now that if you're an actual roofer watching this, there's people that are very unskilled watching this trying to come up. Now, I don't dog them from that standpoint. What's I mean, at bad, least they're trying to learn. At least someone's learning. Yeah. I don't like glommers. It's part of it. It kept me out of this for a while. <laughs> but it is what it is. So people try to learn. The problem is, is that they come in, learn these buzzwords to, in order to make a sale, they provide none of the service. Yeah, they learn the buzzwords, yeah. but they don't actually understand how to, what's behind it. 
or have the resources to implement it or anybody in their office or possess the skills to do it themselves. And that sounds ridiculous, but you guys know this because you've all been messed around. Try to stay away from these guys and look, I don't know what to tell you to do besides look for validating points that the people are legitimate. Like other people that optimize, sites that look like they're worked on well and in depth and rich with content and custom coded and designed, right? Right. That they have a social following and that they've been around a while and on all the stuff that reviews and all the stuff that we have that very, very few people have. Right. You've got to do some homework, and if you're watching this, you're doing some. So you, you, you didn't talk much about having such an animosity towards that. Did you have any Well, I, you immediately said, uh, talked about being negative, so I was <laughs> like, okay, I better shut up because I can't, I, can't be, I can't be positive about that. Yeah, well, it is what it <laughs> no, is. No, it's just I, I've been dealing with, like I said, I've been in this for over 20 years, and I've been listening to it forever, and every few years some new buzzword gets started especially especially when everything went digital it you've always had buzzwords and stuff like that in marketing and advertising but when it went digital the pace of change of trends and stuff like that it used to be that trends lasted like several years or even a decade in right. terms of style and design and marketing and all that and now it's like half a year it changes all looking, the time. It's constant change. So I'm, we're kind of bombarded. Well, with like it if, all if the a time. roofer walked into a car dealership, I, I'm shopping for a, a pickup truck. Right oh, now. yeah. <laughs> and if they walked in and the salesperson, because I, I don't know everything about it, I'm not a roofer, so I don't want a three quarter ton. I'm trying to get a half ton that'll operate like a three quarter ton. Right. A certain axle ratio, uh, EcoBoost engine tow package and all that stuff so I can tow like an RV around. Right. But if I walked into the dealership or if they walked into the dealership and they started hosing them with all a bunch of fancy buzzwords they'd make up, they'd call bull on them like immediately. I mean, yeah, right away. The problem is in the SEO industry is that when a roofer's looking for search engine optimization, they call it they don't know this stuff. Right. And so some guy can take advantage of them by coming up with stuff and then being a slick salesperson and preying on them on that. That's why it's frustrating. It's frustrating to, to Jason and I because we've worked in our own rights for what we're each good at to be authorities on the subject matter. And there's so many posers and fakes and cheats out there that is right. that's what makes right. it frustrating. My, my favorite, right. most recent one was the social fortress. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was a good we one. We had a client yeah. got called by another provider, yeah. and uh, this person said, "Well, I, I'm going to work on." Uh, build, uh, protecting your brand and they started paying this person frankly more than they were paying us for all the work we were doing yeah and after about three months the client I mean, I'll give him credit on this he started getting a little suspicious <laughs> that something was going on right so he called and he and I had a it's long horrible, conversation and he used the term social fortress and I was like Okay, dude. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I got to be honest. That's a new one on me. Because I'm gonna send you all this material this this person sent, and all the stuff that they claim to do. And he sent me this. And what this person had done is they told him they were gonna build a fortress around his brand to protect yeah. him. This so, is a local roofer. This is not some guy that's gonna go up against Coca-Cola. No he national brand. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't need like. What the stuff they were talking about doing, he didn't really need anyway, and what they were doing was basically useless. They had given him a list of all of these 
different social media and community sites. All this also, we're, we're not talking Facebook and Twitter. We're talking stuff that nobody's ever heard of. Right. And they and, and they registered a his name. A, yeah, a user name, a, a user account with his company name to right. protect his brand. And it was stuff like websites where digital artists post their latest painting. And you know, so and so roofing was protected on that site. It was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard of, and I just laid it out for him, and said, "This is what they're doing. They're going in and they're spending. It takes like two minutes to sign up for each one of these, and they're doing 20, 20 of them a month, ten or twenty a month, giving yeah. you a report and saying, oh, I signed you up on all of these, and giving you some BS.' And that, that one acts absolutely incensed me because it was just. I think he was paying over a thousand dollars a month. He was. Yeah. He was, and that, so. I mean, that's why." Irritated me so much as he, you know, he was paying a higher them more than he was paying us at the time. Right, and because he got sold a sales routine. Yeah, he, he got he got thrown some buzzwords at him, and he was like, "Oh, this sounds important." Yeah, and it was absolute garbage. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, these are these are bad companies that call up. So I another thing that we don't do here, we're on almost every single client we have, like ninety plus percent of them were month-to-month -month agreements right we don't have long-term agreements so if you sign and the reason i did it originally is because there are all these guys have been messed around so many roofers have been messed around so number four is don't sign up for long-term agreements we if, keep your business by performing and giving you results right that's it and if we don't do that you can leave that's right yeah so if you're going to sign up for a long-term agreement based on a sales routine we did it because so many roofers had have heard these sales routines from marketing agencies that they are scared about it they're unsure they're spooked about it and so you know we, we perform and we perform pretty quickly from the most part people go up, start seeing positive. I mean, by definition, people go up with us and see positive increases immediately based on all the great work that's done. Right. Through the Google Analytics accounts. So in the light of that too, no, number five is be careful about paying large amounts of money down. If you're paying a large amount of money down and you have a long-term agreement, you're stuck with this joker for a long time, right? Right. So you don't know if they're gonna do a good job or not. You talked them into it. We actually do spend thousands with a client to onboard them properly, but we have next to nothing down in almost every single case. That way we can prove ourselves out. We have skin in the game with the roofer, and then we have to prove up, and then we get paid a, a monthly fee to do weekly work, such as on-site changes, content additions, blogging, working with citations, domain authority, GMB and Google My business account stuff like that and i won't go into all that as much right now but because those there's other ones for that this yeah, is just that whole other yeah this, this is just I, uh, how to stay out of trouble you know i have another one on here that's not on the list but just um be careful because with the guy that he was talking about he was already a client don't get great services and then go give money to these charlatans and cheats that call you right right I, what the guy should have done and it and it may seem it may sound self-serving to you guys, but he should have called the people that were already doing a good job for him right. and offered to do it. We have this happen to where we see people call up and they're like, I think part of it is they want to do something on their own, but there's always, there's always more that you can do. There's right. always more you can do online. And he should have called and said, hey guys, we, we would have 
we would have spent his money wisely and made sure it had a great return. Yeah, the we could have. I mean, you know, considering that person was talking all about social media, we could have taken him and done a Facebook oh campaign. Oh gosh, for that money, used, for, for yeah. that money, use social media and gotten him amazing results. Yeah, we could okay. have uh, done something personalized and and helped manage an ad spend or any number of things. But right. you should work with what the best return is if you have a company like us that's working well for you. So number six is over promise up front and over boast. Um, I, I would say that in every case we get clients rankings in the top 10 and movement and mapping and everything else. Having said that, we don't run the algorithm. We don't right. own Google. And so for anyone to be claiming or making any claims about exactly what you'll get, I find ridiculous, yeah. you know? Uh, like um, like real, uh, real specific guarantees. I know it sounds weird to say this, but a real specific guarantee of your, this keyword at this ranking is actually a red flag because yeah. they can't do that. Um, they can't guarantee it. Our, yeah. our job is to- They might be this, able to do it, but they can't guarantee it up front. Yeah. We want as many keywords as high as possible map rankings as high as possible, integrated reviews, and as much impressions as someone can get. Since we focus with roofers, we can go into extreme detail on all types of things from impact resistant shingles to the types of single plies and much, much more. And we're not roofers uh, ourselves, but since the staff works with it all day long, we've got really in-depth comprehensive websites that help you get found on stuff. Right. So. Um, but if someone's telling you specifically what they can do and, and making a big show and blowing a lot of smoke, it, it is definitely a red flag. Yeah, anybody, anybody yeah. telling you that they can outsmart Google, run the other way. Yeah, and anybody that says that they can do stuff, that's a good point too. So how is someone supposed to trick Google? So they can't do that, so they can't trick Google. And so how are they supposed to make you better if they don't redesign the website and fix the code base and add great content. So many times people sign up and they go, well, I'm getting SEO. And I'm like, on what, you know? Yeah. On, well, they're doing it. And I said, did they, did they make a new website for you? Did they add content? Does it look like anything's done ever? And so when you start asking those questions, listen, I have this happen to me on stuff that I'm not skilled at all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, when you put it into the, those words and define it like that, it makes more sense. You start to realize maybe maybe I'm you're throwing money away. Maybe I'm getting screwed around. Right. Maybe that does sound logical. Maybe people are supposed to do quality work regularly. You can't see all of the work that we do, but if someone's working on the website, it obviously looks superior and does get worked on. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so over promising, over boasting does tend to come on the heels of not doing jack and saying that you don't need websites. It's really expensive to provide custom websites and tons of content, and therefore people try to find ways around it while still maintaining their sham of a, of a roofer marketing business, but they really don't have one. Right. You know, that's why you have to get over $2,000 a month because people keep coming and going, and it's just a one-man show. Yeah. But if he can talk 10 or 20 people into it, he can live in the Philippines and uh, <laughs> do the work from there, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That happens, man. Yes, we get that does. all the time. It's a, it, that's a joke, but it's not because you'll call people and are like, I'm so good, I don't even live in America anymore. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you were that good, you'd live somewhere brilliant in America. 
not in a what do they don't call them third third world country? What do they call it? A developing nation. A developing nation. Not in a developing nation somewhere, yeah. so that your American dollar could go further. Yeah, you, you're going to yeah. be. Yeah, if if you're that great, you're going to be sitting up on the hills in Santa Barbara. Yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's where you'll be. You won't be somewhere else. So yeah, these people will do this business from out of this country, you know, yeah. because that's where they can get their money spent. But anyway, okay. And and uh, number seven is um, trust your gut and never respond to telemarketers. If anybody's dialing you out, believe me, this is a good one. We should really have an entire one about this almost. Every company that's like super aggressive with some private equity backing them has dozens to hundreds of telemarketers that are gonna call and harangue you. Right. And, mm -hmm. and they, they are experts at uh, getting you to be afraid. Yeah, because that's what they try to do. There's a, there's a big one. Yeah, that calls, and we our clients have told us about the sales pitch. That's how come we know about it. And they they will call and say, "Well, we're coming into your market, and if you don't sign up, you're going to go out of business." Yeah, if you don't I mean, sign that, that's up with basically us, their pitch. We're going to push you down because we've got so many people coming. Yeah, and we need. We're so amazing. This is one of the companies that does the shell trick. I call it. Right. So instead yeah. of spending the client, most of the roofers don't have unlimited money to spend on this stuff. And even if you did, you wouldn't want to just burn it. Right. I was looking at a. I was looking at a at a. I can't remember if we were looking at a travel trailer or a fifth wheel, and this old guy sitting across the desk who was a salesperson. I said, "Well, how much is that one?" And he and he said, "Is money a problem?" <laughs> yeah. and, and I looked at him. I almost walked out. Well, last time I checked, yeah. I'm not Bill Gates. Yeah. So yes. So so I looked at him. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> My wife was sitting there. I'm like, isn't money always a problem? <laughs> you know, it's such a jackass move to try to make someone feel like that. Yeah, you know? to try to make you feel inferior, yeah. like because your wife's right there, and you have to say, "Well, no, oh, of I could not. carry well, yeah, Noah. This isn't Mad Men in the <laughs> 1960s. I'm not trying to increase my bravado there in front of my wife, and so, you know, so do a one arm push up and stand up. Like, no, not a problem. Um, yeah. So, so some guy asked me that, but they'll. This company does that kind of to me. Yeah, they'll they'll call up and make you feel like a cheapskate. Yeah, and and this guy was still talking to me because he was talking to me. And we have hundreds of clients and a few dozen people, but I presume this company has hundreds of people. Oh yeah, they're they're large. Yeah. So, he, but he was still talking to me, and and he didn't mean to, but he was talking to me like the other company was still better than us. Just because we we charge more than two ninety nine, we charge less than that company, and I also don't ramrod a customer into a shell trick deal with a multi-pronged approach when I know that it's not best for them. Right. They have to start out on organic and get that going. If they want to spend money on pay-per-click management, they can, but I'm not going to hit the average person up for five or six grand and then make them A, sound like fearful that we're going to come in and push them down in rankings, which they can't do, Yeah. and B, make them sound like a cheapskate. Yeah. for not doing it, nor would I call him out about it or try to act like that about it. Yeah. I won't buy from that guy. I mean, there's no way I'm going to buy from him specifically. Yeah. forgot even who I was. Who was I talking to? Yeah, it was that guy. It was a, a guy at a particular dealership. I asked, uh, th some guys might actually laugh about this, yeah. but I, um, 
I was trying to get pull a fifth wheel with a with an F one fifty. Yeah. And the guy said, well, "Why don't you get a real truck?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "You, you got damn it! Screw you!" <laughs> if my wife and kid hadn't have been there, I'd have gotten up and just I just said, "Hey, dude, the hell, man!" and walked out. Yeah. But. They do make an F-150 that'll pull up to like 13,000 pounds, but this guy was wanting, I, what did it matter what I wanted? There's very few uh, half-ton towables, you know, yeah. uh, fifth wheels for, for that. But yeah, he was doing all these old school tactics on me, and I don't even know why we were talking about it. I guess I looked like we it would work We were just talking about me. the aggressive. Yeah. No, I don't remember why we were talking about oh, that well, originally. He, well, you know, if he I, got you... Yeah. To get a bigger truck, then you could buy a bigger. Well, RV. that's true. That's true. So yeah. if he shamed you into the bigger <laughs> RV, then he could say, or the bigger truck, then he could yeah. say, "Well, now you can tow this thing." That's yeah, but I mean, these are all common sales practices, and I, and I, again, I don't really blame people. We were talking about it right before we uh, started shooting this. Was why do people fall for it? And I guess I don't blame you. It's like, how are they not supposed to fall for it? How's the average roofer not supposed to, yeah. if they never? have us calling them right because we don't telemarket people yeah we never will we don't do it and once they get the telemarketing room the focus has to be on the sale now the company he's talking about actually does okay work i'll say that that some of the they, they actually make uh, slick looking websites they make slick looking websites most of the money will go into the adwords portion of it and they don't work on it and our work is far superior yep um but most of the people that call it's horrible work, like 95% of them. It is this horrible work and they actually don't do anything. They try the lower price. This is a high price model, but you'll pay through the nose for responding to that telemarketing call. Right. And there's people like us available and it's way less expensive and we won't ramrod you or try to insult you or play a prey upon your fear or Impugn ego. your manhood. <laughs> your ego. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Is money a problem. See, I will say this about it: if you're still listening to this point, you may agree with the old guy that insulted me that I should get a real truck. <laughs> but, but the analogy is still well made against what we're talking about for search engine optimization. Right. You know, you wouldn't like it any better than me if it's turned around on you from an SEO perspective. You know, why don't you get a real website, sir? Why don't you get a real marketing budget? <laughs> why don't you get a real marketing budget? Is know? money a problem? I love that. Is money a problem? I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> I, look, he, I looked over at him like, yeah. idiot. You know? Anyway, but, but I never did treat a client like that. We never have here. We yeah. never will. We're not going to insult somebody, treat them poorly, try to get them in fearful, oh, go now. Hey, if you don't do it now, someone else is going to take your spot in the market. Right. Other people are calling me right now. And all these tactics work with people. But if someone's watching this, they don't work as well or they're starting not to. Yeah. With someone You've listening. You've probably been burned a couple of times and you're, you're getting wise and, and uh, Getting wise and educating, educating yourself. Yeah. So if you're getting wise and educating yourself, you're, uh, you might have responded to these tactics in the past, but you're not going to anymore and you're working on that. They're less likely to. Right. So. Yeah, any other stuff? Any no, that's good. There are words of wisdom. Guys, I hope that helped out. As usual, give us a call when you're ready. If you have any questions, we're happy to answer them, and we'd love to be a service. So, See you next time. Bye-bye.